Yo, yo, it's your boy, Big Scant. And it's your boy, Bigger Scant, from Austin, Texas. Jamal Scantleberry here with y'all again. And welcome back to Big Dog's Fantasy Football Podcast. We're so happy to have you all back. We're excited to have you all back. And we're excited to highlight another one of our managers. Um, Starting the season, I wasn't that high on his team, but his team has been performing. And I'm going to let him talk his shit because of that. So without further ado... Here's your manager of Team Flawless Victor. Talk to him. Introduce yourself, brother. Hey, man. This is Team Flawless Victory. My name is Way. Hey, man. I've been doing this for quite some time. I think we're going to make it this year. <laughs> you expect to see your team in a big dance, brother? Of course, man. There's not no, no shot of a doubt. We're definitely going to be there. I just can't wait to see who's going to be lined up next to me. I like it. I like it. Your team started off rocky, but you you got to you got to figure it out. You weathered the storm, and I'm happy for you, man. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. You know what? As uh, as Chris said, I wasn't. Um, I don't think I was high on your team either as it started up. But you made some uh, some swift decisions early that kind of shook the league up with the first big trade and. It looks like it's been kind of working out for you ever since, man. So, so what went into that? What went into that move? And you know, um, where do you see yourself going forward with, with moves? With moves in the league, do you see yourself not needing to make any moves after that big trade when you got rid of Zeke? How you feeling, man? Hey, man. Overall, first off, let me say, man, I love listening to you guys. You guys are awesome. Appreciate that. Um, what uh, what helped motivate me is listening to you guys, man. I got a lot of career. Uh, criticism on my team and i had that feeling of that air rogers uh r-e-l-a-x man relax it's gonna, be okay. it's gonna be okay i've been here before but um but yeah man um i got i got that trade for zeke um i was only thinking about the future um regular season games are gonna come here and go as long as you get to the playoffs that's when the real money maker starts so just building that team, getting ready for the playoffs was the motivation for my move of getting rid of Zeke. For sure, man. For sure. That makes a lot of sense. Well, as the recipient of my guy, Zeke, I want to start off by saying I appreciate you because he's been balling. Um, <laughs> obviously, your team, you're two and two, man. And, you know, you've, you've weathered this storm and you're right in the position where you want to be. So I want to ask you, is there any moves? And that's, this could be draft night. This could be free agency moves. Is there any moves that you find yourself regretting? Man, that's a good question. As far as any regret, man, um, not yet, man. I, honestly, I was scared because uh, for that Zeke trade, I got uh, Antonio Brown back. Mm. And then at that time, Antonio Brown got the COVID thing and he's missing the game. And then I was nervous, like, man, he's probably not getting the ball thrown. But, you know, I think it worked out, man, in divine timing. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like so you like the outlook of your team post trade? Yeah, yeah, I, I like that team. Um, I'm not really looking to. Admit, I think I'm good, man. I'm I'm locked in. Everybody got to come to me to get the guys, man. You need to run. But <laughs> <laughs> wait, honestly, man, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that you you weathered the storm after the first few weeks, and you're doing all right. You got a. We got a tough matchup coming up this week against a team that we we also looked down on early on, but he's definitely prevailing. It's probably one of the better teams in the league. You know what? Where do you see yourself in in this quick matchup? And you know, we also 
got to consider the fact that down the road they're going to be there's going to be playoff teams to consider. And I, I'm sure your power rank can kind of flip flop that after the first few weeks as well. Who do you think are the top four teams in the league right now? Oh man. Um, so I guess I'll answer your first question there on on my opponent. I think I'm going against the New Jersey Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty solid squad. You know, can't you can't go against Derrick Henry. He has a favorable matchup. Mike Evans has a favorable favorable matchup. He looks pretty solid, but when you look across from it. Man, it can go either way. Mm. It really can go either way. But I'm confident in what we have. Um, so we, sh- we should be good there. Um, as far as the league goes, man, we got some killers out there. Mm-hmm. Like Demons or, um, uh I was a little worried at the beginning of Chirac Bullies, but, you know, he's not who he say they were. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Dennis Green. <laughs> Real, um, but I, I I would say Demon Slayer Corp, um, Omavi Jeans God. Yeah, he's coming around. Uh, I wasn't too fond. I wasn't nothing hyped me up about Houston Fillers. I mean, I, I I gave that one away by bad by that bad management by me. Mm. But I think the fourth team that I will pick, I'll put myself there. Okay. I gotta put my, I respect it. I respect it. That's not a bad um, power rankings, especially considering where the standings are at right now. Um, you know, with, but with this time of year, it's early in the fantasy season, but you start to look at a lot of rosters and you see a lot of Qs, a lot of Ds, the red Qs and Ds next to the team, next to the players, with players that are questionable, players that are hurt. And with that being said, I know you lost Zeke, and now Joe Mixon is dealing with an injury. I want to ask you, do you find yourself targeting a player in a trade? And if so, since we're here on the pod, tell me who you would think that you would trade for. Maybe not necessarily a player or a position, but talk to me about a player that you're looking to really round out and complete your team. Um, honestly, I think I would move more so, and this might be a surprise, but my tight end. Interesting. Because, you know, the the duel, the the two duels of Lamar Jackson hooking up with Andrews, you know, you, you, you double those points. It's been slow. It's been slow. It has been. But overall, I did my due diligence, man. I, and I go by targets, and I also go by uh, how many uh, receptions. Yeah. And with, and with my guy with Brandon Cooks and, and Mike Williams, eating right now yeah. and i picked them the waiver rider both i didn't even go big julio jones has been very sus for me right now mm-hmm. um i took my running backs i went heavy on the running backs because like you said earlier there's a lot of q's a lot of d's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Running backs are normally the ones that get banged up so i wanted to replace that and normally they, they hit the big numbers but this year's a little different man yeah this yeah. year different is uh the receivers have been killing this year man the receivers have been killing yeah I want to say real quick before you go, Mo, I want to say I got a shout out my guy away. I've been on and off of his team, but he made some sick moves in the waiver wire. It's like to pick up Mike Williams coming off the waivers, who's honestly, he's wide receiver five right now. And I picked Keenan Allen early, and Keenan Allen is wide receiver 47. Mike Williams is wide receiver five, and he lost the receiver early and had to make a move. And he did it, man. He's got his team, and he weathered the storm. So I want to shout you out for that because I was, hey, I, I was very happy for you in that move really that was big man you wait you 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 uh you picked up mike williams off of waivers right 
Yeah, right off waivers. Uh, between uh, Mike Williams and Brandon Cooks, man. That's, they were a, still on- that's two moves. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was about to start begging out there and be like, hey, I need a trade. Mm-hmm. Help me, please. They're two top you know, ten receivers. Yeah. 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 So uh, I lucked out there. But um, but yeah, man, we'll see though. Like I said, it's it's a receiver thing. I might move my flex and put a receiver there, man. This 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 year changed the game. Mm-hmm. Had me had me on my toes, man. And this whole league is awesome. Mm-hmm. Every every team is stacked. So <laughs> this should be an amazing uh, year this year for sure. You know that Mike Williams pickup is probably one of my you know favorite waiver pickups, but. You know, Cordell Patterson out of nowhere. Another pickup is good has been going crazy. Atlanta hasn't been hasn't been doing good, but another great waiver pickup. But that leads into my next question because I had this guy and um already in claiming claim uh I already clicked the claim button and it appears that somebody got a chance to get him before me. What what do you expect out of Mr. Chuba Hubbard? I see that you uh, picked him up off of waivers. <laughs> um, I know that, uh, know that uh, Christian McCaffrey is down for a little bit. What do you expect out of Chuba Hubbard when Sam Donald is run, running, running for all these rushing touchdowns? Um, honestly, man, I think he ha- he got to get 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 to get get to his flow. I mean, obviously, it's a big drop off from McCaffrey to mm-hmm. to, to Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Um, but we they still need a running game. They still, they still need four to five yards of pop to open up the passing game. And what better way to get their leading running back? Um, I looked at it as, hey, I might get down on a running back, and I need to go get one ASAP mm-hmm. come playoff time. And hamstrings can linger. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I had one before. So we, we could be talking about a couple weeks right now with mm-hmm. McCaffrey. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm expecting big things from him. Um, not as of yet because you know he's still getting his legs in, but uh, overall, uh, I'm expecting at least at least three twenty point games from him this year. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Great projections. I honestly feel like he can do it. <laughs> to be real, that's why I wanted to pick him up myself. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. I I find it interesting because I like Chuba a lot, but with. I mean, we if you got a chance to see the Dallas versus Carolina game the other day, it's clear that they're gonna they need McCaffrey. So I'm I'm interested to see what they do in rushing him back. But if not, I think you got to steal and, and waivers for sure. Hey man, he's up for uh, for a trade. <laughs> you heard it here first. Guy. You heard it here first, big dogs. Hit up way if you need Chuba. <laughs> Is there any uh, well? I'll call you king of waiver pickups because it's just been working for you. Is there anybody out there that you feel like could be, you know, we're obviously in a competitive league, but is there anybody out there that you feel could, could hit strides to be another great waiver pickup for, for, uh, for some, somewhere down the line? Ooh, you, you want me to drop the gems on here? <laughs> uh, um, honestly, uh, you know what? I, I'll, let, I'll let one of, one of them out, one of them out. And I think that's Jared Cook, a tight end, just because I've been looking at And his projections are going up. He's a veteran, and he just showed out last last game. He went six for seven for 70 yards and a touchdown. He gave gave up 19 points. So with that being said, 
you know, I I looked at him. I said, you know what? I'm about to scoop him up. Um, uh, my, my actually my backup tight end is not in the best shape. So honestly, watch out for Jared Cook. Hmm. Big game, big passing offense. Watch out for him. Stay tuned. You guys believe heavily in uh, Mr. Herbert over there. Yeah, I love everything the Chargers got going on, so I'm with you on that for sure. Did you not see him? Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> they're solid. They're, Are you not they're very solid, for sure, for sure. But hey, man, yeah. you've been performing, brother, so I appreciate you coming on and chatting with us for a bit. Like, I really appreciate you stopping in and, you know, at this point, we got to put some respect on your team's name. So I, I'm, I'm proud of the moves that you made because I think where you started versus where you are is really uh, a, a testament to the work that you've done. You know what? Thank you for that. Highly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just wanted the respect. I heard the first couple of weeks. I'm like, damn, they don't believe in me. <laughs> 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 but I'm glad I earned that respect because it makes it feel even better. So now I got everybody head on the swivel. Absolutely. <laughs> Round of applause, Wade, man. We appreciate you for coming on. And we hope to, uh, to actually get you on another episode later on down in this season. A hundred percent, man. Anytime. Don't hesitate. I love it. Love <laughs> hearing from you guys. You guys are awesome. Keep dropping the gems, man. For sure, man. For sure. You be great, brother. Be great. So yeah, man, that was Way. That's one of my one of one of my favorite managers in terms of the work that he's done. I think he really turned his team around, and I think he's got some gems. Now we're excited to have more of you guys on and just hear kind of what you think about your teams. Uh, but without further ado, you know how we gotta go. We gonna jump right into power rankings, Maul. Man, um, this week I'm gonna just. I don't want to be the, the typical guy, but I'm going to have to stick with whatever the projections are right now with how teams have been performing. Okay. You know, I'd like to just, i like to start off with uh, New Jersey Colts at number one. I think New I would Jersey agree Colts with you. Tell me about it. Number one. New Jersey Colts, they, they've just been performing week by week. Um, and they're pulling off numbers that are hard to beat week by week, you know, let alone uh, you know, winning these games. They've been in some really competitive games, but they're shooting out numbers like, like no other. Um, mm-hmm. they, they have to be my number one team. I'm going to have to go with, you know, it's close between the Omavi Jean gods and, you know, um, I have Houston's, it's like that three, that uh, two through five or two through four is very close. Yeah. But I'm going to have to probably go with, um, the uh, Demon Slayers, actually. Mm-hmm. I have the Demon Slayers at my number two uh, team. Um, I know that uh, they have been performing as well. They just beat uh, a team, and I, they beat me. <laughs> 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 and they put up almost 180, actually. Yeah. So um, Demon Slayers have to be my number two team. Who's, that? Who's your number one team, actually? So I would say my number one team, and you know firsthand that I was not high on this team on draft night. But the New Jersey Colts currently has almost 600 points for, and we are four weeks in. He has 590 points for. That means at on a week-to-week basis, he's putting up 145 plus. That's hard to beat, man. That's hard to beat. And 
you know, I the big reason why I was off his team early on is because I think he has a lot of guys on offenses with a lot of mouths to feed. But James Robinson has come alive. He's he's a solid RB2. Mike Evans is going to get his touches. Cooper Cup has been crazy. Pat Mahomes is going to do what he does. But Jersey Colt just got some guys, man. And they, they're performing. And they are averaging 145 a week. Not to mention, they're projected 140 again this week. I think... I don't even know if he realizes the team that he formed together because I remember a couple weeks ago he was not as confident, but I think the, the Jersey Colts are a force to be reckoned with. And I have to agree with you on Team Demon Slayer. I don't I don't think I was as high on his team. Another team that I don't know if I was extraordinarily high on on draft night, but DeAndre Swift and Najee Harris have been performing, man. I think Najee Harris is benefiting very much so from Ben Roethlisberger, who just can't push the ball down the field, so he's checking down a lot. And I just think right. he has some guys. Like, he has Tyree Kill that could go for 30 on a night-to-night basis. Justin Jefferson, George Kittle. He's got some pass catchers, and I think his running backs are performing like no other. So I would have to agree with you on your one and two, 100%. Talk to me about your yeah, three. For sure. For sure. Um, I'm, you know, for my number three team, like I said, from two to four, it's just so close. But for my number three team, I'm going to have to go with the Houston Spillers. Um they have also been a team that just flipped our <laughs> our standards. Yeah, turned it on so, his head. Um, what'd you say? I said, honestly, turned it on its head. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They've been performing week by week by week. And, you know, I, I like I said, I'm just a fan of the rotational moves that they've made. I know that one of the bigger uh, uh, waiver pickups were, were Cordell Patterson, and that was a pickup by the uh, Houston Spillers. Mm-hmm. So. Again, just great moves being made by that team. I'm a fan of the rotational moves that they've been making, so they have to be my number three team. Yeah, I, you know, I'm with you on the very close level of, um, what's it called, between Houston Spurs and Amavi Jeans, but I got to go with Amavi Jeans, man. I think I'm a huge, you know me, I'm a huge fan of everything that the Chargers offense is doing right now. And with that being said, Austin Eckler is the number two running back in fantasy right now, and I would not be surprised if he finishes number one the way he's been playing. I think he's extraordinarily involved in that passing game. I think he gets his rushing touches, and Austin Eckler has been solid, has been solid. I also love his receivers in Devontae Adams and Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is kind of touchdown dependent, but he gets a lot of touchdowns, and he's currently at a number 11 receiver. And he's he's got Terry McLaurin too, but he also has DK and Odell on the bench. So when I think of power rankings, I think this team can go off on any week and he can really ship ship guys in and out and it'd be so easy for him to perform. So I got to go with Mavi Jeans at three. Uh, you're 100% right. And that's why I have him uh, I have him at four. It was, a, it was a close call between those two, honestly. And, you know, if you're looking at just um, just wins and losses, mm-hmm. you know, season's pillars are up there and they should be at that number three spot. But if you're looking at points... And what the averages are per week? Yeah, you. I mean, Omavi Jeans got his, his, you know, is probably second or third in our league in points so far you mm-hmm. know, throughout the year, and um, you can't really deny that week by week it's a scary thing going up against those guys, and um, the team is put together well. Like you said, it's a stacked team. Yeah, um, it's a team that you just have to be fearful of week by week. Like I said, wins and losses have them at my number four spot, but that's that's probably the only reason why. You mm-hmm. know, they, they went up against the New Jersey Colts, a tight one, and the New Jersey Colts had uh, a, a week where Derrick Henry had 50 points and he came out, you know, the, as the winner. They just had, they've had competitive games. And, yeah. 
you know, to see them two, two, uh, two and two isn't really a testament to what they've been able to do. But um, like I said, th- this league is crazy. Like Way said earlier, it's it's stacked. It's a fun league, and um, you know, hopefully, hopefully my standings turn around a little bit. But yeah, I got them at number four. Sure, man. I, you know. I'll be honest with you, I'm typically the kind of person that goes based off of the records first and then what the teams are performing. But at number four, I got to go Team Flawless Victor. Houston Spurs is going to be my five, and I'll get into that. But I got to go Team Flawless Victor. I think if you look at his team, prior to the injury to Joe Mixon, I don't really see a hole on his team. He's got great tight end. He's got one of the better tight ends in the league. Great kicker. You got Lamar Jackson. And he had three solid running backs prior to injury of Joe Mixon. And honestly, because of the kind of manager that he is or has shown to be in the past few weeks, I think he can weather the storm until Joe Mixon comes back and is healthy. And, like, I guess I just think when I look at the team Flawless Victor, what I expected it to be versus how it's performing, he's outperformed what I'm expecting. And he also currently has more points for than... Houston Spillers. And the main reason for me is Houston Spillers have been performing better than we ever could have imagined. But he doesn't, he still has major holes in the running back position that I feel like Team Flawless Victor doesn't. But that's why Team Flawless Victor is my number four. You know, um, I know Houston Spillers is up there for me. I think Flawless Victor is, is definitely my number five team. Mm-hmm. Um, with the way they've been performing, like I said, the waiver pickups was, was the way mentioning that he, he was able to get a Mike Williams, you know, and then he went ahead and picked up Mr. Cook on the same team who has yeah. also been performing. You know, you can't deny the rotational moves and how active this league is um, week by week. And um, he has been one of those active managers. Winning percentage doesn't show it. Um, but if you look at his points week by week, he's been uh, very dominant. Um, I know he's two by two, two, uh, two and two right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's been performing, man. Um, he's he's definitely at the number five spot for me. Yeah, and at my number five, I got the Houston Spillers. Like we all we've been mentioning, he's been outperforming people. I will mention this, and I think it's something that will be interesting to see with his team. The Houston Spillers right now have scored 493 points. But they've also given up or played against the least amount of points. They've, they, their points against is 410. And that's the least in our league. And I will say, I'm interested to see if the Houston Spurs will keep it up. Or has it just been kind of a easier schedule that they've had? But I think the Houston Spurs has some great receivers. I think Cordero Patterson has performed better than we ever could imagine. And if he continues to do that, he shored up that running back position. That was his biggest issue. So I got the Houston Spillers at five. I'm interested to see because I know he had David Montgomery. So I'm, 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 I'm excited to see what he does in terms of um, weathering that storm. But Houston Spillers has been a great manager since the start, and I don't expect that to change. So he's at my number five spot. Talk to me about your six. Yeah, at number six, I'm going to have to go with the Chirac Bullies. You know, the Chirac Bullies were um, that team that you just looked at and was like, oh, my gosh, this team could take it, take it, take it all the way. Um, but lo and behold, injuries do take place, and Christian McCaffrey, who was his his uh, point god, yeah, he went down early with a hamstring injury. And as we know, as we said earlier on in the podcast, hamstring injuries linger. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, um, if we're looking at you know possibilities, the moves, and things of that nature, unfortunately, subbing in Leonard Fournette might not be the right way to go. Sure. Um, 
And there are, you know, if you look at his roster, his roster has a ton of running backs that, that are capable of playing, but we just don't know what they'll provide. But since that injury, um, he is, he's gone, unfortunately, on a downward spiral. Yeah. Um, and if you're looking at points per versus points against, he is pretty much close in, 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 you know, in those two factors. Yeah. And unfortunately, the, uh, the last two weeks have not been um, in his favor at all. And like I said, because of the injuries, potentially, you know, alternative moves that can be made that just aren't being made as of yet. Yeah, I have to agree with you on my number 16, man. I think that the thing with the Chirac bullies is, I think I even mentioned this in our first pod about the team. It's that he has a great team that, if gets hit with injury, could go down really fast. And he got hit with two major injuries in Christian McCaffrey and also Jarvis Landry, I believe, if he had on his team. I think Jarvis Landry's on his team. He's not on his team anymore. But he got hit with two major injuries early on and has had some trouble weathering the storm. His team has kind of plateaued a bit in scoring in the hundreds to sub-hundreds range. And he's had a tougher schedule a little bit. But I think that this team could turn around eventually once the injury bug comes back. I'm not sure what Matt Rule is trying to do, but I think you can expect Christian McCaffrey back this week. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I got to have him at my number six. I think Darren Waller has kind of, he's obviously he's the number two tight end because it's him and Kelsey and then everyone else. I think Darren Waller hasn't given Waller numbers that he would expect. You know, I think Jonathan Taylor is solid, but has some coming around to do. But I like the Chirac bullies. I think when they're healthy, they're a force, but just need to weather the storm of the injury book. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely right, man. And I think um, I think they're definitely a team, like we all said, this, this league is, is spicy, man, and anybody could, could turn things around at the right moment. Um, that's what I'm hoping for with this next team man. <laughs> at number seven. You know, I think uh, Team Henny B is going to have to be my number seven team. And I'm not saying that things are unfair, obviously, because we're going based on you know, what we've been able to draft and the moves that we've been able to make. Mm -hmm. But if you look at points against, I've probably been, I probably had one of the tougher schedules sure. that we've seen in our league outside of Flawless Victor. And, you know, early on, like I said, the, for the last two to three weeks, I would say two weeks, um, the rotational moves that I've made, I feel like I made some great moves this, this previous week, but uh, week two and week three were just horrible. Um, so it's time for me to bounce back um, I feel like everybody performed for me this week, but I went up against Dean Slayer, and he had, well, like, 177. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, so, um, uh, you know, I'm pretty stoked about the moves that I've made and, you know, how things have been working for me, and I'm just, you know, trying to push through week by week now. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, I got uh, Team Henny Bean at number seven. Yeah, I would have to agree with you, and... um one thing that I might offer in terms of a uh, word of advice, the Buccaneers defense has been pretty sorry. Um, it hasn't been what you expect, and I think it's because of their lack of corners. But Team NDB and I got it seven. I had them as my number one team early on, and I appreciate the trade for Saquon because I think as soon as you trade him, Saquon has started to perform. But I expect this team to bounce back. I think you would. I would. it would be hard-pressed to find a better receiving corp in our league, honestly. I think you have the best receivers in our league. I think you have a solid uh, quarterback. I think you have a solid just, like, tight end. I think you have, in terms of pass catchers, you're you're solid. I just think you've got hit with kind of a tough schedule, but I also think that your players got hit with a tough schedule because right now you're sitting at the least points for in our league, but I think that's just the, the, the matchups that your players have. Like, 
some some people have gotten blessed by having easy matchups for all their players, and you've gotten you've gotten kind of hit with the fact that like a lot of your players have some tough matchups. So I think you can turn it around for sure. I think you just kind of hit like a, a a rough area right now. But I like your team for sure at number seven. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping I can definitely uh, hit that turnaround, and I you know. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that everybody kind of gets what they wanted out of this league, and you know, at the end of the day. And for you, um, so uh, hello. Unfortunately, you are at my number eight spot. But, yeah. You know, in terms of just points week by week, you're you're competitive. You know, you're you're up there with with um, flawless Victor, and you know those other teams as well. And you know, you've been kind of hit with a few things as well. You've been making some good moves, but. Some you know some of those performances that out of you know Dalvin Cook that you were hoping for and out of your stack with Herbert and Allen that you were kind of hoping for, you know, just wasn't working out. You know, yeah. Um, but I do think, I do think with the moves that you have made, you know, you can definitely consider yourself being on the up and up. You know, obviously beyond this week we don't know, but you know, there's still a lot of moves left to be made and. I feel like you've also been hit with teams that, that have just been balling, smoking good every week, you know, just balling every week. Yeah, it's been a tough go at things. Um, never going to be the one to complain, but it's tough when you have Dalvin, Zeke, and Saquon in our own four. But it's a long season, you know. We're going to make a move. We're going to make some moves. I think when all of my running backs are healthy, I don't know if there's a matchup that I'm going to pick against myself, but, you know. We got to get a win on the board. We got to get a win on the board. I came into last week looking for a win, but expecting it to be tough sledding just because I was going against Amavi Jeans, who has been balling as of late. But, you know, we're going to get a win on the board, and we're going to get it pushing. But I like my team. I said it last week, but if there's any 0-4 team that I trust in, it's this team based on the roster that I developed. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And lastly for this week, let's jump into the matchups of this week. I'm excited for this. I think that this is where the teams really get fleshed out, and this is where it's going to get fun. So you want to start off our first matchup? Well, I'll let you go ahead first, actually. I want to kind of see where you're going with things. Sure. So for my first matchup, I'll have myself versus the Houston Spillers. You know, I come on here a lot. And I'm like, I'm not going to pick myself because I don't want to jinx myself. But we need a win. Hello, Cam Newton voice. Hello needs a win. And I think I have some favorable matchups with my running backs this week. I think Zeke is matchup uh, impervious at this point. He's been playing super well. And I think Dalvin has uh, a solid matchup too. So I'm really excited for this matchup for me this week. And uh, yeah, I, I'm going to pick myself. Yeah, you know that's a that's definitely going to be a a good a uh, good game. You know, I think um, I'm going to probably pick you as well. I kind of want you to win the one. You know, we're, <laughs> we we're appreciate it. Show, and we're number seven and eight. You know, week by week. So I'm going to go team Hello as well. You know, we'll go from there. Well, with that being said, talk to me about your matchup versus the Chirac Bullies. Um, I'm actually pretty excited about this matchup. I think the Chirac Bullies has been that team that everybody has been fearful of, but due to the injury bug, he he just hasn't been able to capitalize on things we, uh, the last two weeks. And I'm hoping to kind of just um, jump over that hurdle as well. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to go with myself. 
I think uh, Dak has the opportunity to perform this week. Um, him and Amari Cooper has been playing really well. I think um, we're going to go with the hope that Alvin Kamara actually plays well this week. I know that he's been kind of falling off a little bit. I don't know what Sean Payton is doing over there if he can't play with Winston. If Drew Brees was just this guy that was just remarkable, that was irreplaceable, I don't know. But I'm hoping Alvin Kamara shakes it up and uh, I got myself winning. Yeah, I like that matchup also, man. I think uh, I'll have to go you as well. I think that your team can perform, and I also think a big thing is the fact that uh, Tyreek Bullies has been hit with the injury bug. I, I like what you got going on for your team. I like your receivers, and I like the matchups your receivers have. So I'm going to pick you this week. Um, talk to me about Team Demon Slayer versus Mavi Jeans God. That's a juggernaut matchup that I can see being. Yeah, this is going to be just in terms of how they've been performing week by week. This is going to be probably one of my favorite games. Sure, game of the week. Um, yeah, this is probably definitely going to be my game of the week. Team Demon Slayer uh, has a guy by the name of Tyreek Hill who had 50 points against me this week. Um, and, you know, like you said, uh, Mr. Eckler is, is probably one of the better, if not the best fantasy league running back right now. Um, so great game uh, to look forward to. High-powered scoring, possibly. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm probably going to go with Team Demon Slayer. I gotta I go. I gotta go. Amavi Jeans on this one, man. I think Amavi Jeans has a very oh, okay. balanced team, and I think he's gonna go on a run here. I like Amavi Jeans. I like the the team that he uh, drafted, and I think he's balanced. And I think that that's gonna show its 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 face. I think it's gonna be a close matchup, but I think I gotta go Amavi Jeans, and we'll see him start to pull away. Honestly, in this matchup, so yeah, we'll see, man. He's definitely like I said, probably one of the most well-rounded teams and he has the, the capability of doing that week by week yeah um yeah we'll see like you said juggernaut matchup yeah man for sure and last but not least team flawless victor versus the jersey colts talk to me about it um team flawless victor versus new jersey colts um we had uh team flawless victor's uh manager on earlier on mm -hmm. and you know, I'm confident in ways moves like you said we made. He's he's made in, in these waiver pickups, but I gotta go with Team uh, New Jersey Colts, man. You know, Team New Jersey Colts have just been pulling out crazy numbers week by week. They're the number one team in my power rankings in the league thus far right now, and you know, I'm I'm definitely gonna go uh, New Jersey Colts for this win this week. Yeah, I gotta go Team Flawless Victor. If no other reason then we can't keep letting the Jersey Colts get in these dubs because he's going to pull away. I also like the team that Flawless Victor is has drafted and took and kind of cultivated. But I also think that team Flawless Victor, in terms of the squads, um, he might be one of the smarter managers in our league, just the moves that he's made in the waivers. So I got to go Flawless Victor on this. I think that it's going to be a close one as well, but I'm going to pick Flawless Victor to win this one for sure. Yeah, man, great week of games again. You know, uh, competitive matchups, two really big juggernaut matchups, I think, for the week. I think Team Flawless Victor can definitely hit its turnaround, and beating New the New Jersey Colts would be a testament to that turnaround. Um, great week to look forward to. You know, uh, I'm definitely excited. I hope I hit a bit of a turnaround in you as well. For sure. But yeah, man. For sure. Yeah, man, we're excited for you all to tune in and tell us what you think. Tell us what you think about our matchups and about the teams. And let's make some trades, man. Let's get this chat going. Yes, sir, man. Make some trades, make some big moves. We're happy that you guys were joining us. Uh, we're here to join us again. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Check in next week. 
Yes, sir. Bigger scan, and I'm out. Yes, sir. Big scan, tapping out, and we appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Tapping out, big dogs, fantasy football podcast. Be great.